no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, and it's here on this very podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest in PlayStation each and every Thursday, usually along with the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. But Kyle, he's working a double shift. He couldn't make it. So we have the next best co-host, the best co-host ever. <gasps> Joe, after work. I, you just, I literally looked back at the screen. You're holding a Vita. I mean, yeah. you said the greatest, right? You're right. Vita? It no, really was. No, the, no. the thing is, like, the Vita was so underrepresented. It's such a great console. It doesn't <laughs> it get the really love is. it deserves. It, it was really the Switch is. before the Switch. Uh, you know? This is true. This is true. Joe, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to uh, be on a podcast of some sort right now. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, man. PMP, they just they won't allow you on. They won't allow you I'm on. I'm banned. I'm banned. Yeah, straight oh, up banned. Man. God. Bobby, let me tell you, he doesn't get his way. He just starts banning anybody, you know? Uh, Joe, we were talking uh, before this show started, just to let everybody in on this. It's finals week for me, so everything's blowing up, and I'm just so tired. <laughs> Joe, you've only gotten you've been working you've been working all day and all night. And now it's it's after work. It's after work right now. You did it, yeah. Oh <laughs> you did <God>. it. <laughs> so and then like to top it all off, Joe, this week has to be the slowest news I have ever seen for video games ever. It's like absolutely nothing happened. It's a sign. It's right? a sign. Maybe that's a good thing. They're I, waiting for us to finish. You know what I think, real talk? I really think it's endgame. I think Endgame came out Ooh. and it sucked all the oxygen out of the room. And everybody's like, we'll hold off with all of our announcements until we can deal with what happened. Did Thanos snap the news? Like, it was just like, no, no news. You're done. <laughs> None. What is this nonsense? You're going to see this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and so many things actually happened this weekend. We had uh, Endgame. We had the battle for Winterf- Winterfell, but nobody saw it because it was too dark. And then we had Days Gone come out. And there's so much hubbub about this game. It being, some would say, mediocre. Some would say extremely buggy. And a lot of people were like kind of arguing back and forth about if this game was actually worth its salt. And Kyle must be kicking himself right now because I know he's been dying to talk about this game. I've played this game for about 10 hours so far. Joe, you've played it for about like three or four, right? Uh, yeah, four to five-ish. I'd okay. say closer to five, yeah. So you're... Th- let me, because usually we talk about all the news and stuff. We'll put the segment of what we've been playing two days gone. What are your initial thoughts five hours into the game? Uh, five hours in, it's an it feels like an open world game, like yeah. how I would have expected an open world game to work. But I will say, I went in with like half and half expectations ever since that first E3 trailer, what, like three years ago or something like that? Yeah. Uh, 2017 two years ago sorry i can't do math Um, it's finals week i can't do it either dude (laughs) oh yeah but yeah i mean it to me it felt like at that time i was comparing it too much to the last of us but Mm -hmm. with like a little bit of a 28 days later vibe was what i had gotten originally Okay. okay and then it became sons of anarchy with the motorcycles for a minute yeah and then i didn't know what this game was anymore and then it started to keep getting delayed. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this game is just never going to come out. Mm-hmm. And I'll pick it up when I pick it up. And then I asked if I, I, I asked around if I should pick it up. I'm like, all right, 
we'll do it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And um, I've, I've, I've been enjoying myself. It, it, it doesn't do anything different. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Um, the one qualm that I have is what all open world games do. It's that like you here's your mission all the way out on the other side of the map and you're spending about five, ten, fifteen minutes <laughs> traveling around. Yeah. On top of that, now you have to like fill up your gas, repair your motorcycle and all that stuff, and that's sort of like uh that's fine. It's the it's the traveling part because I tend to f- start falling asleep mm. oh. at those moments. Okay. Like I actually get tired mm. playing games like that, well, which me, is why. Let I me let me stop you right there. So like yeah. you were you were scared about the Last of Us vibes. Do you do you, now having played it? Do you still feel like it's kind of copying the Last of Us, or do you feel like it is definitely its own game? That there there I've, is no comparisons yeah. other than there's undead in this game. Yeah, no, yeah, I feel like that's the only comparison is there's Undead. It's definitely not The Last of Us for sure. Um, The story, I will say, is like it's got me intrigued. Like when you're listening in on certain things going on and then you're trying to put the pieces in your head together and then they start having those radio conversations in between while you're traveling, which Mm -hmm. sometimes are interesting. I'm like, oh, wait, what did he say? And they'll repeat it sometimes as you're going along, too. Which I do, I will say, I do like that just in case mm-hmm. you missed anything the first time. Um, but yeah, like that, that's sort of interesting. Like find, trying to figure out, piece together what happened two years ago that, you know, caused all this. Like, why that's is crazy. your wife, you know? Yeah. Because we're, we're kind of like on two opposite things because I mean, I don't like the story and I don't like half of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because to me, the story just starts. Like, I was talking to Luke Lore about this. The the one thing that I love about The Last of Us's end, uh, beginning is that it starts you off as uh, Joel's daughter. And then you mm-hmm. have this relationship with Joel that you can see these two characters actually care for each other. They actually really do love each other. They have a strong bond. You really now don't want anything to happen to, the, to either mm-hmm. one of these. And yeah. when... When Joel loses his daughter in the beginning of the game, it sets up what this game's going to be. And I feel like literally the the intro is your wife has been shanked. And you're just like, well, who shanked her? I didn't see the shanking. I don't know who they are, really. So I don't have any emotional attachment. And then the game just starts in the tutorial stage. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah, no, I I get that. And that was the same. I was exactly the same way at that part Yeah, where I was like, okay, what? <laughs> but then I started doing some of the story missions. I was like, oh, okay, wait, what's the, it was one particular moment that got me mm-hmm. in it. And I want to say it was like at the three hour mark, which at that point same. is kind of like for me is like a rarity because usually I'm like out the first hour and a half if I don't find anything that catches me. Mm-hmm. But like I kept going. I was like, you know what? I spent 60 bucks on this. Let's go a little bit further. (laughs) And it was the stealth mission where you're trying to get Intel on the, on the military or whatever the The, people that they're they're called called. like Nero, Nero. Yeah. There you go. Nero, Nero. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like sneaking around and you're trying to listen to what's going on. Yeah. And then they mentioned that dude, O'Brien, and then he Mm -hmm. makes the connection. Hey, what was that doctor's name? Yep. When, when we sent home girls to the helicopter. Yeah. I, I feel like the problem with this game and I like the main problem is the first two hours just aren't good. Like the tutorial, like how it shows you how yeah. this game is going to be played out in the story. I can see that. There's just 
it should have really started you at pre-apocalypse. You have an emotional attachment to your wife, which you should have, right? Uh, and then, and then the story kind of like starts. The apocalypse happens, and then, bam, your deacon Saint John of the Apocalypse. I, w- I think that would have been so much better. But so the story is eh, it's it's all right. It's nothing yeah. to write home about. The open world. So we're talking about writing. I actually, the thing that I was so hesitant about walking in on this game was the motorcycle. When they were like, oh, you're going to have to retrieve your motorcycle. I was like, oh, no. Oh, I hate this. You're going to have to refill. I'm like, oh, it better not be all the time. But when you, like, when I'm riding around, I'm actually genuinely enjoying how the bike handles. I'm really actually, yeah, I'm actually liking how it moves and I kind of like how, I don't know, when you hit a certain angle, you kind of have to maneuver your bike in certain ways and I've mastered drifting. So like doing a drift on a motorcycle is so much fun. No, you don't have that at all. I, I, and I'm glad you brought it up because I completely forgot about that. I am terrible at the motorcycle in this game, dude. I like Tell me how I just had a little broken road like this yeah. and I crashed into the thing and died. <laughs> like the handling for me was just terrible. Now I know you can like upgrade your motorcycle. I haven't gotten to that point. So okay. I'm hoping that I, the hand, does the handling get any better yes. or anything? Well, and that's the thing, right? You have gotten to the point, Joe. The game just really didn't tell you well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, You're no, I just – yeah. I, I did. I met some old lady and she's running this whole village or whatever. And then I yeah. had to make a decision, give the drugs to homie yeah. Manny, or, right? Or, yeah. Or the, or the lady. And yeah. so, yeah, I chose the dude because I wanted to upgrade my motorcycle more. That's, that's what, that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So like the, the one thing we'll, we'll get to the, like the, the systems in a sec, but like the open world, I I like it for the most part. But I think what they could have done, what I think they could have put emphasis on, was there's some moments where you actually, because you didn't clear out a camp, like bandit camps actually matter, and they'll actually put traps along your path. I think Dude, that did, was wild. Yeah. If they do more of that, that would be fantastic. Have a more dynamic open world similar to like Red Dead Redemption 2, this game would be freaking stellar just with that alone. You yeah, know? I was surprised at that. I was like, wait, did I just step in a bear trap? Oh, did I step in another bear trap? I was like, what the hell is Dude, going on? There was a point where I'm just like riding to a town and there was like a, a, a wire. No way you could have saw it. And they just literally knocked me off my motorcycle. <laughs> and no. they're just like, oh, goddamn drifters. <laughs> you oh, to my God. I'm like, Jeez. Dude, if there was- Dude, if there's more moments like that, that would be dope. That would be dope. But like, for the most part, I, ca- I say I like the open world. It's great. I'm sorry. It's good. It's not great. There could be improvement, but it's it's kind of fun. Um, With that, the systems. How do you like the combat in this game, Joe? Uh, Combat? I I don't know why why, why this reminds me of, like, that really weird, slightly smoother Silent Hill combat. Where you just have a you have a melee weapon and you just start whacking them with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish there was a lock on of some sort or like I don't know. It just feels weird, but mm. I am getting used to it. Okay. And Silent Hill is the first thing that comes to mind. Um, yeah. The one on the PS3. I can't remember the uh, the the full title of it, but it's like, like the one that 
Downpour. Downpour. <laughs> I was going to say Chain of Memories. Is that Kingdom Hearts? Yo, I'm not even going to lie. I, I, I had Chain of Memories in my head just now, too. I was going to say that, and I was like, no, that's not it. This is Book of Memories, right? Something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I felt like it was like that. Like, I was just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> hitting them with what uh r2 or whatever i'm just like okay takes some getting used to i'm not i'm not the biggest fan but it's 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 it's, yeah it's it's enough yeah i like the weapon wheel system a lot you're making like all these like weapons and like molotovs off like it takes some getting used to because it's definitely a new mechanic that we don't see yeah. a lot. The the weapon wheel actually, when you hold down on a certain item, it actually gives you more options. So if you're looking at like a a bottle or a Molotov, mm-hmm. it'll show you, hey, you have more grenades than just a Molotov. You want to select something else or you want to make more yeah. Molotovs? And you're just like, uh, hell yes, because there's a zombie horde chasing me. Yes, I do. I want There's that. a nest right behind me that is burned up. You know? <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, the shooting gets way better once you start unlocking things, which is just typical like okay. RPG-ness. But I felt yeah. it was a little bit too slow and a little bit too sticky on, on, on certain enemies, if that makes any sense. Really? Like, yeah. in what way? I don't know. I felt like when I was trying, like aiming down the sights, it was just taking forever to move to one target to the other. And I'm thinking uh. that's because there there is no kind of like, you know, when you're you're playing a, I mean, when you're playing a, a console game, right? It actually helps you aim a little bit. Yes, I forget what yeah. it's called because finals week. It's, it's somewhat. It's like aim assist. But aim assist. Not, yeah, yeah. There is none, I believe, in this game. So there in the options. I'm the, almost positive I saw it. Then I turned. I had it turned off by default. Okay. Like it, that's like I'm turning that shit off. Because yeah. I'm wasting. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, combat overall decent, right? Yeah, combat it, decent. I, I, it's not great. It's not terrible. Okay. I. I dig it. Um, I did just want to mention one thing. Your mic has been crackling, and I don't know if it's coming in the recording. Uh, it's not. Don't worry about it. And even okay. if it is, guess okay. what? It's fine. I'm, I, point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> so with that, combat's decent. <laughs> the story is decent. Open world, decent. At the end of the day, this game's decent, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and and I don't mean. I don't mean it in any like negative connotation. Like mm-hmm. it's a good game. It's, it's a good game. I, I don't, well, I don't know if you're going to go to this next thing, so I'll yeah. hold off, but no, go for it. Go like, for that next thing. No. Yeah. I was going to say like, if I were to recommend it to someone, like I would say, Hey, wait for a sale. You know, yeah. it, it's a good game, but it doesn't do anything yeah. new in my opinion, other than that upgrading wheel system. To me personally, it's, it feels like, when you're in that world, it's great, but it the way it plays is like any other open world game that yeah. I've played, if that makes sense. No, I think it totally makes sense. Like the one thing we almost forgot was the horde, uh the hordes that you encounter throughout mm-hmm. the game. Those are intimidating and those are a lot of fun, but they are a bit scarce in supply. At least I've I've run into in my ten hours of playing, I think about like three maybe four and for the most part they're really fun but i think you're you're right at overall at the end of the day the game is fine like if you really are itching for a new game to play i would say go out there you could buy it for 60 bucks i don't think you're gonna have regrets but typically i do think this is maybe a wait for sale um but i'm enjoying it 
I don't think you know a lot of people are like, oh, this is this is you know this is Sony's crackdown and this is Sony Sea of Thieves, and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 that's very false. Um, I really do hope that Ben gets another chance to with this IP to take it somewhere because mm-hmm. I definitely see that this game has promise. Yeah, and also people have to remember, Bend was the PSP PS Vita studio. Yep. Like they, this that, is their first game since Cipher Filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Give like, credit, dude. exactly. I think the next one, this allows them, like you just said, to yeah. kind of step it up on that next one. Hey Joe, we what we've been playing has now taken up twenty minutes. <laughs> It's fantastic. Let's well, get, you can shock it to mini reviews, right? You know what? You're right. This is a mini review. It's days gone. Okay, guys, stop yelling at me, all right? And let's talk about the news. Let's get into the goobers. The first story on the goober is, hey, you know what? Days gone might not be reviewing well, but it's selling pretty damn well. This comes from Push Square, uh, both these references that I'm getting at. A PlayStation 4 exclusive Days Gone has secured the biggest physical sales launch of the year so far in the UK. Impressively for the new intellectual property, Days Gone beat the sales of Capcom's Resident Evil 2, Ubisoft's Far Cry New Dawn, and The Division 2. Its launch week physical sales were 27% lower than last year's exclusive adventure game called God of War. Never heard of it. Uh, Also, Days Gone debuted on the UK charts at number one, outselling Mortal Kombat. So my question for you, Joe, (laughs) do reviews really matter anymore, man? Uh, You know, it's funny. It's like I'll read a review every now and again just to kind of like see if my thoughts line up with other people's thoughts. Mm -hmm. But I, I stopped reading reviews a long time ago and more than that, like whenever it came to reviews, I never really focused on the score. So that's never been at the forefront for me as far mm-hmm. as like what a review got. For the most part, I'll hear what everyone in like my streams would say and like, oh, this game got this. This game has like this amount of bugs or whatever. People are complaining about this. So that's how I get my information yeah. sometimes. But if I really am curious about a game and I don't uh, and I want to know more about it. I'll watch a gameplay or I'll watch someone else on like YouTube, give their thoughts on that game or something like that. That's mostly how I find like, you know, through like, uh, through, 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 uh, Rad Brad was a, for a long time, a person that I would go through. He does all these walkthroughs. He's been around since like 2010 or something like that. And, he does all these playthroughs of like all the triple a title games. So if there's a triple a game that I'm curious about, I used to go to him a lot and just like check around. Now, you know, you have your game explains, you have your, uh, your uh, spawn, uh, spawn waves and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, that's, that's where I would normally go. If there's a game that I'm just like, what's this about? Let me, let me check it out or something like that. Or I'll check out a trailer and trailer has enough gameplay. That's sort of, sets the tone for me as to whether or not I'll pick it up. Yeah, for me, so when I say, like, do reviews matter, I definitely do believe that review scores, they matter. And for, like, going all the way back to Anthem, you know, um, there was, like, a tweet that I did not like from Mikey Obara, where he was kind of, like, like talking about how, like, these reviewers just didn't understand the game. He got a little bit too defensive, yeah, and he boxed himself in the, in, a, in a corner, and I feel like that's kind of childish, and it's also kind of uh, unprofessional to do. 
especially when like your game like you are paying for the exclusive advertising for a game. So one thing that I got to give props to for Ben Studios uh, and for the the team over at PlayStation, these reviews dropped for Days Gone, and nobody said a word. Right, like everybody was just like play it you know <laughs> like like i yeah, didn't see yeah. sean Layden just like you know guys actually i don't trust reviews anymore uh calling me old-fashioned but like i didn't hear any of that uh what i think feel like when i say what i mean uh is when do reviews have the same impact they used to i guess is, is where i'm really coming at and i don't think they do anymore I mean, it's clear this game sold gangbusters. And if mm-hmm. this was in like, you know, the mid two thousands, I don't think this game would have done that well. If all we had to see when it comes to video game reviews or just gaming is just the gameplay trailer that the company provides and the IGN score, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't think it has the same impact that they once had. But for the most part, I think. I'm sorry. People are talking in the other room, and it's really aggravating. And they're, and I'm sorry, Italians. They're both Italian, and they're really loud. It's breaking my concentration. Hey. You know, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> there's our Italian audience. But no, when it comes to like reviews, I don't think they're as influential as they once were. But I don't think it's something that like I I toss out just because they're somewhat antiquated. You know, um, yeah. so no, I don't think they have the same impact that they used to. Moving on. To our next story, uh, Hideo Kojima teases possible new Death Stranding trailer on Twitter. This comes from PS Lifestyle. Uh, a possible new trailer for uh, Hideo Kojima's highly anticipated horror game starring Nathan, uh, Nathan I was going to say Nathan Drake, Norman Reedus, Death Stranding, <laughs> has been teased by none other than the man himself, Kojima, posting an image on Twitter which shows Death, uh, Death Stranding screen displayed on the left monitor and with the second monitor to the right showing some sort of editing process. Also, to mention this, uh, the lady that has, like, I forget her name, again, Finals Week. <laughs> Robert Bobby Miller, put a title up, put a tally down every time I say it's finals week. Um, but she she does like the orchestra stuff for all the MGS games. She also has like a, a song she also tweeted out on Twitter, and it's an original song. Like nobody can put a name to what the song she was playing was. So my question to you, sir, undoubtedly we're going to see a new Death Stranding trailer. Do you think State of Play is coming? A new State of Play? And do you think it's soon? How soon? Near E3? What are we talking here? Thanks. So I would say, yeah, I'd I'd imagine we probably would get a State of of Decay. Jeez. State of Play. (laughs) There's too many similar names between games. We're breaking down this podcast, man. We're breaking down. Oh, my goodness. Dude. You know, we're two halves. We're becoming a whole right now. We yeah. got this. We got this. Um, but yeah, state of play. I, I would I would imagine the safe bet would be they do something either during E3, even though they're not physically going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're gone. Or, they're not ever coming back, maybe, sort of. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, so either they do something like that mm. on, on like e3 week or a little bit before i would say might be the safe way to go yeah uh but that's just my own opinion um as far as i know right gosh (laughs) um but yeah as far as the death training trailer i mean we're in this weird era where 
you know, if it's going to come to, to if whether it's a a post like on Twitter that'll just be like, here's your trailer, here you go to the uh, here's a YouTube link or whatever. I could see that just as much as this thing showing up at State of Play, but maybe they maybe Sony's taking that feedback from the mm. first State of Play. Or maybe State of Play is just the thing that will be these other titles and they'll save triple A's for their own thing. For their like their own moment type of deal. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like give them one spot, like here you go, here's mm-hmm. that. But then State of Play has all these other things and kind of like when, when like, like Nintendo does like the Smash Directs type mm-hmm. of deal. That's actually a pretty cool idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm not totally against that actually. That's pretty dope. But like that would that would have to mean this game's coming out this year. Which I don't nah. think is the case. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you'll have your degree and I'll be in like yeah. two other jobs by the time that game drops. <laughs> Yo, dude, we'll, we'll have kids sitting on the exactly. porch with our retirement plans, you know? Remember the time Jimmy said? <laughs> Remember that time he, he stepped up on the, on the staircase that had the, all the sparkly lights to it? Those were the oh, days. Oh, my God. God. Those were the days. Yes. Um, are you a big Metal Gear Solid fan, Joe? Um, I'm not not like hardcore or anything, but I do like the series. Um, I played one and two, yeah. and uh, I played something else. Guns Metal Gear Solid Patriots Rise. or something like that? Yes, four. That's okay. four, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I played yeah. the crap out of four. I don't yeah. know why, but my I brother, played the My brother know. loves four, and he loves the PSP games. Can't get enough of them. PSP games were good, I heard. Yeah, Peace Walker and uh, the other one, right? Yeah. So where where is your hype on on Kojima? Like this game in itself? Because I didn't even know it was a horror game, to be honest. Because we all don't know what this game is. I, I don't think it is a horror game. I I, I, I don't know what this is. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's a Kojima game. I feel like this is going to be one of these things that it's just going to be in production for a a considerable amount of time and it's just kind of going to be what he wants it to be and that'll be can we just put a genre kojima because i feel like that's what this is going at (laughs) seriously same it's like it's a kojima game and you're either down with it or you're not you know that yeah i'm not it's like that avant-garde yeah i'm not a metal gear solid (laughs) fan at all so I'm just saying, okay, it's, it's a game. Like, I, I get it. He like he's very talented. Not, I'm yeah. not saying he's not. Everybody comes. He loves down. to tell his stories. But like, hey, it's just it's just not for me. Now, when Death Stranding comes out, of course I'm gonna try it. Try it. I'm gonna see what yeah. it is. But like, I honestly don't understand the fanfare. Uh, I know it's a big deal. It's just like it's just like Star Trek, right? Like you know those dorks. They love their you know Star Trek discoveries, right? They're uh, they're Galacticas <laughs> or whatever, and I'm just like, yeah, oh I I got my lightsaber, man. I'm I don't need this, but that's fine that you like this garbage, you know. You yeah, start no, I will say he has a way interweaving like storylines together relatively well and yeah. like connecting the dots. Like with four, he connected a lot of stuff from the other Metal Gears yeah. relating to Solid Snake and some of the other yeah. games, which I thought was pretty neat. Um. I just feel like this was one this was in that like those couple of years where we were just getting game announcements way too early and I think that was the same year we got Final Fantasy 7 remake there were like 
uh, oh, Crackdown was another one. I think that same year, like just all these games that were announced way too early. Scalebound, too. Yeah. yeah. Scalebound. Yeah. yeah Fable. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Shut down. Like just all these different things. And Kojima, I feel like, yeah. is become the exception because he's Kojima. And mm. at least he's promoting it what I think is the right way and yeah. showing like bits here and there to keep the game relevant instead mm-hmm. of just like here it is and yeah. everyone kind of uh, he shows know. enough to build intrigue and he shows enough not to say like okay i mean for me it's just like dude just show me the game when it's ready but yeah every time like people are like okay like now it's finally getting to the point where like all right show me this game already but like i gotta applaud the guy because dude it's been you know it's only been like what like four years and he had yeah. to create the studio himself so like he yeah. had no infrastructure. He had he had to find a place, rent it out. You know, fill the paperwork, that, get the computers. Find in there, the engine. Get, yeah, find the engine. You know, hire a tech guy named Steve. Like they had to do all these things. <laughs> Steve's been working hard, yeah. man. Let me Dude, tell you, Steve, he doesn't get enough credit that he deserves. Right. Also, no, talk Steve. about this episode. Let's talk. Let's get real with you. There's a train outside, and now it's mocking me. So we got no. my best friend that's talking all Italian. Dude, I don't hear anything. Okay, good. And then there's just this the giant train going choo choo in my ear. And I just want to slap the conductor. Oh, He's probably God. Andy House. He's probably like, you know what, Joe? <laughs> this is what you get for coming to my house, stealing my goddamn turkey. Oh, like, my God. But um, yeah, dude. Getting back on Kojima, and you're going to see the greatest segue you've ever done seen in your life. There's like one quote where he's just like, Yeah, f- you know, finding new stories is difficult to me. I could like go to the bathroom and come back and I'll have something. I'm like, Why are you talking about <laughs> taking a dump, Kojima? What is, what is this? <laughs> I could drop a deuce, come back. <laughs> it's fine. Yo, I just came up with a million dollar I- idea. Norman Reedus, Guillermo del Toro, come on, let's go. Let's go. I just took an epic dump. I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> Talk about epic dumps. You see the segue? The Sonic trailer. This should, this should show you how slow the news has been this week. We're talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. You gotta go fast. Um, <laughs> Joe, of course you've seen this. Oh, man. Oh. I watched it on mute. Speaking of taking dumps, <laughs> I watched it in the bathroom while scrolling through my phone. Yeah. At work. Yeah. <laughs> And, I was uh, like, what is this? Now, have you played it with sound? I have not played it with sound because I refuse to. <laughs> Honest to God, I think you're better for it. I got, okay, first issue. Sonic's fucking face is terrifying. It straight up reminds me of Michael Myers' Cat in the Hat. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. That was a little creepy. That was a little creepy. It's like it's it's somewhat animal. But then it's like a human face on a hedgehog, and um, and it has human teeth. And then I just I'm looking at like when he when he's screaming like when he's like before he gets tranked, I'm just like, I'm scared. Is this a horror movie? Oh my god! Why does Sonic look like a fuggle? <laughs> what? And Joe, the song they play. I heard. I did hear that. <laughs> you would think it's Sonic. You're going to play something from the Genesis, maybe like sneak a little like nah. 8-bit, 16-bit in there, you know? Nah. They played the, the intro on loop of Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. I wonder... I wonder what the thought process was to that. <laughs> I wonder if that has any 
hidden meaning to the story of this I think the producer movie. was just like, as I walked down the valley of the sh- of shadows and death, I take a look at myself and realize there's nothing left. Dude. Let's go make a Sonic movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I will say, yeah, he, he doesn't look the greatest. <laughs> Jim Carrey? It could be a lot worse. Jim Carrey, I thought, looked cool. Like, you, I like that they did the before it. and after with, like, him with the hair. And then I think someone found a leaked clip yeah. of him bald. Yeah, yeah, that's at the very end. Like, the very, oh, very okay, end. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you, then I just missed that part. Honest to God, you missed it. You're better for it. Everybody's like, well, at least they got him semi right, right? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. No, stop. Knock it off. <laughs> he looks like garbage. And I'm not going to. He no. looks like. Remember, you, you know the tales of the series of unfortunate events? He was uh, yes, of? yes. That's what the vibe I get from. But like if it was colorful. And I'm like, this doesn't look good, guys. We need to stop. So famous Seamus asks us. Oh, no. So that Sonic trailer. Yeah. Let's throw that garbage where it belongs and make our own Sonic movie. How would you make a Sonic movie, Joe? I'm gonna I'm gonna modify that question as I always do. We're in the mind of Shuhei Yoshida. That's right. <laughs> Shuhei has decided he is taking it upon himself. He's entered into the Paramount Studios. He's like, I am the captain now. He has strapped everybody in the what? chair. He is now in control of the Sonic movie. So now, if I was you, Joe, how are we fixing Sonic? Um, I guess I'd ask Mark Cerny, who used to work for Sega. <laughs> no, but in- <laughs> I'm very excited to show you the new Sonic game movie based on Sonic the Hedgehog. I've been working on this for four years. And I just this have to say is what real fur case looks this like. This Mark Cerny impression. I'm fucking nailing it. <laughs> You can barely hear me. Oh, man. I have some enthusiasm, but just like a mouse type of enthusiasm. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's okay. We get Mark Cerny Uh, in there. How does Mark Cerny No, I mean, all jokes aside. Yeah. Like, um, that person that's been like... uh, Like, fixing... All right. So, first off, let me me just set the preface. Sonic could look a lot worse. All right? At least they put some effort into this. He could look a lot worse. It's not going to yeah. be a great movie or, okay. well, okay. Let me not, I have the expectation set in my mind that it's not going to be a great movie. Well, I see it at some point, if it's on Netflix, probably. Um, I've learned my lesson with Venom. I learned my lesson with Venom. Man. I liked Venom. Like I, I thought Venom was okay. It, 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 it's like days gone. It's okay. <laughs> Would I go to the theater to see it again? No. <laughs> turn in the wind, dude. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, like I go, I oh, I think back to because I watched this video a couple months ago. It was in my recommended feed, and we're gonna go Star Wars land for a second there with like Jar Jar Binks with land with you one hundred percent. But like the character Jar Jar Binks, like someone worked on that, yes, and someone also had to act that person, and yeah. that dude like went through the only like crazy mental breakdown. Like he told his story and everything. I was like, damn. Yeah. I never thought about that. So now I have to think twice about what I say and where I put it, because sometimes it's like, 
yeah, we can have these kinds of emotions, but someone when it we have to like at least appreciate and respect the fact that someone went in and tried to make it the absolute best, and they're probably working with someone else that's telling no, it has to look like this. And you know what? Yeah. I, I I get that. Yeah, it's probably some suit who doesn't <laughs> give a shit, and they're like, no, 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 no. I know how to, you know video you know, games like, are supposed to look. Yeah. yeah. But with that said, mm-hmm. the person that's been like doing these fix-ups of Sonic and making him animated mm-hmm. in the thing, it like and doing a side-by-side comparison, like the one with his mouth open, like ah, and then yeah. him them fixing it to look like the Sonic we know. Amazing. Hire that person. <laughs> Bring him to the team. Let's 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 make Sonic a CGI character. Yeah. yeah. There there's there's the there's like, a Premier way to make him things. look like Detective Pikachu is excellent. I, I mean, from what we've seen, the, the trailers. Terrifying and amazing yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Well, what's terrifying? Like, Mr. Mime is just. The Pokemon! <laughs> the Jigglypuff looks terrifying! <laughs> I, 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 cute. I love it! Oh my god! I'm like, this looks adorable, but this looks like it would eat my face if I, like, went I mean, to bed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like when, when I look at Detective Pikachu, there's like this perfect blend of like, okay, the eyes don't look like what we see like in on the cartoons, yeah, but yeah. it translates insanely well because yes, they still does. look like animals, <laughs> but they still look like they're the the original concepts there. You know what I mean? Like like the 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 way the the basics of how the Pokemon look are all there. They just change and tweak a few things so they make it so like like the eyes, for example, right? Mm-hmm. They're animal looking eyes instead of like the little dots on their on their eyes, and that's how they really get things looking fine. Like there's fur on them, and the way that the fur looks yeah. like is just enough to make it look like they're a real animal. You know what I mean? With Sonic, I feel like they could have taken that route, route where instead of it being, I understand the problem of one giant, like, weird-looking eye. What yeah. about you just make it so that there's a white hair right here, and yeah. then it's fine. Make it part of his uh, eyebrow line or something. Yeah, exactly, and then you're totally fine. Yeah. And then he doesn't look fucking horrifying. Like, that's the shit of nightmares. <laughs> and then I really think we take out Gangster's Paradise. Actually, we take the suit that is involved with all of this, right? The the guy that's drinking his, you know, soy more, you know, latte, you know? Yeah. We take him, and we just throw him off a cliff. But he lands safely, but, you know, he learns his lesson. You know My what God. I mean? And then we just get Mark Cerny in there. He's like, Okay, guys, I'm very excited. We're not going to do Gangster's Paradise because oh that movie just doesn't fit. So what we're going to do is actually put in nostalgic Sonic music. And we're going to hire writers <laughs> that respect <laughs> Sonic's character. It's going to be great, and we're all going to enjoy it. And you know what? Oh, my God. It doesn't even have to take place on Earth. It could just be where Sonic lives. And if you have a problem with that, and then Mark Cerny pulls out a fucking desert eagle, <laughs> cocks it, he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, you can kiss these rings, bitch. Yo. Oh, my God. But what was that shockwave that he did? Like, he didn't even have a power-up. Okay. Was okay. that supposed to be, like, his sonic boost That's, or something? Yeah, it's supposed to be his boom. Also, I forgot to... Dude, okay, how did I almost forget this? He, he has the power of Doctor Strange. 
his rings that he throws are portals. Uh-huh. Oh my god, he's Hoopla the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, so we'll that's right. That I do remember out. hearing about this. Yeah. Mark Cerny cocks it again, and we're taking out those stupid Doctor Strange hoops. Or I so help me God, <laughs> don't make me use this. <laughs> I've watched Endgame 14 million times, and I didn't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm are we done. doing? I'm Let's done. get to the PlayStation games. Oh, man. Free games of uh, the month of May. <clears throat> this comes from the PlayStation nope. blog. Your monthly PlayStation Plus games of May. Uh, what the hell? PlayStation blog. Let me. Okay. This is why Kyle usually reads it. You know what? Here's what type of episode we're running, Joe. <laughs> Your free PlayStation Plus games of the month of May are What Remains of Edith, Edith Finch and Overcooked. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got rid of PS3 and Vita, yeah. right? I so forgot. Now, <laughs> so now there's two games. You know, May is not a good month for free games, whether you're Xbox or PlayStation. I'm going to be real with you. These are both bad. Right? Uh... I gotta check the Xbox ones because I thought they updated it with other th- with other games Did they, later they on in like, the month. This is so bad. Wait, <laughs> I remember Bland Explosion putting uh, posting up on Twitter or something, and the games had looked pretty good compared to the ones that I had read about a couple days before. Let's see, because you know what, we're not. It's Marooners, yeah. the Golf Club, twenty nineteen. Yeah, and that was Earth like all Defense like the, Force, uh, the one that was on three sixty. Yeah. And then Comic Jumper, The Adventure. Okay, so maybe it is st- still just like that. Yeah, games. it's not very good. Okay, I'm, yeah. I must have been looking at something else. But you know what? But, I will um, say this. I Again, I'm just being overdramatic and tired. Um, yeah. ro- what Remains of Edith Finch, I'm actually going to download it. Usually, like, I download these games. It's free. It's free, right? Do you, do you do this too? Like, have you ever actually played one of the free games? Yeah, me, me, me I'm neither. nodding no for those listening. Yeah, same here. I, I don't. But I actually, I've, no, I've played a couple, but yeah. I mean, few and far between. Yeah, like I download them and I just never touch them. I'm like, okay, I have these whenever yeah. I want to play them. But it's cool. Go out there. Yeah. Uh, Marcus O'Neill writes in, even though they didn't specify or indicate as much as I was expecting more than two games, even a small indie or two, uh, certainly adding PSVR games to their monthly offerings. What are your thoughts on the PlayStation uh, Plus value right now? Could maybe, uh, oh, sorry, he's like, you can maybe discuss this on this week's podcast. <laughs> so what do you feel like right now with the PlayStation Plus? Do you feel like it's actually adding value by taking away, yeah, like PS3 or PlayStation Vita games and just giving you these two games? Like, do you feel like there's value in, in Plus or in, like, a Games of Gold type service? So, I mean, with the with the dropping of the Vita and the PS3, there had to have been a significant drop off for them to finally warrant dropping off those titles. Plus like you can only go through so many more times. I feel like I could have sworn Edith Edith Finch was already a PlayStation plus title, Mm -hmm. but I could, then then again, I could be totally wrong there. Um, Overcooked. I'm surprised hasn't made the rotation. It's a really solid game. Yeah. Um, Even if you don't have two, bam, you got it right there. Play with a friend. You will probably kill each other but it's a fun game um yeah i mean i to me personally when it comes to like paying for these services like when i owned a 360 uh 
I got into Xbox Live, but I bought it with the notion of playing with my friends. I knew that I was spending 50 bucks at the time to play with my friends. Yeah. And that was sort of it on the PlayStation three side. It was free. So I was like, Oh, great. Um, I didn't really have anybody that played PlayStation other than myself and one of my roommates. But when we multiplayered, we multiplayered on the 360. when it came to PS four. Actually, sorry, towards the tail end of the PS three era, I finally bought into PS plus. Because okay. then I, I found out about the free games and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, great. But I again, I never really jumped into the free games because mm-hmm. most of the time I would have either if it was a game that was dropping, I might have already had it either on that console or another console. So either I had beaten it or yeah. was already going to plan on playing it prior to it dropping on on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing, too. However, the sales are really handy. I think that's the driving yeah. factor. Yeah. Is, right now, I know that there's, there's two sales going on where it's like, I forget what it's called. I think it's like the villain's sale. Uh, yes. And then, like, yeah. I think there's like a gold sale going on, which is ironic. Yeah, Golden Week. Japan. Golden Week, yeah. I was going to yeah. put it in the show notes, but I was just like, it's only going to last a week. Some people watch it when the week's up, so I don't want to yeah. alienate those people and get them all hyped, and then they realize they couldn't buy Witcher 3. You should have been there. Yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah, like, to me, the value of PlayStation Plus is still there because I never played PlayStation 3 games. I never played the Vita games after I got my PlayStation 4. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, I was always just downloading the PlayStation 4 games anyway. So yeah. I think it matters because we don't see as long of a list like we used to, and that's what's getting in some people's minds. Yeah. But And totally understandable, by the way. Um, but for me, there's still value in it because, dude, I bought The Witcher 3 for eleven like seventy nine or 69 That's what she said. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, so I was just like, yeah, no, this is dope. I could have bought this. I, I saved like four bucks by doing uh, the, the, the gold whatever or, or sorry playstation plus so yeah, yeah no i still feel like there's value to it i do think with the playstation 5 on the horizon we're gonna definitely see playstation vr games start populating the monthly circuit of mm. here's your free game i just think they're waiting for the install base for psvr to grow to grow and also the amount of games to grow as well before they start handing out all these free games because remember yeah. the library for VR is still really small so they can't just like they can't just give you you know Astrobot as much as it's freaking yeah. amazing you know? and i was going to say like a lot of those good games are very few and far between mm-hmm. i feel like on the PSVR um yeah. granted that library is slowly growing but it's it, the hits that are there are like I can probably count on two hands. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? How dare you? But no, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not. You're, you would never see Beat Saber on there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. might see it on a sale. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you'll never see. Like you, you won't see Ghost Giant on there. No. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. I, I say, you got give it give it a couple of years, right? Like yeah. PlayStation Five. Uh, this should have been on the news, but again, finals week. Robbie Bobby Miller put a title title up. Of uh, PlayStation Five's not coming out anytime soon. Like we can expect it sometime late twenty twenty holiday season. So they got another year and a half to build that quality of you know PSVR games. So I think the value's there. I just don't. I understand the concern. You know what I mean? So that's all I got. Um, 
just quick to note, Borderlands 3 uh, trailer, uh, gameplay trailer dropped. Joe, this game looks freaking sick. This is, I, I God, Kyle, I miss you. Because here's the thing, Kyle loves Borderlands, Joe. I love the first Borderlands. Loves it. I played loves half it. of Borderlands 2. Loves it. <laughs> and so, for me, I've never played it. Like, really? Like Borderlands 1, like, I played, I, I've played them, but only, like, the first hour. And then I never had anybody else to play with. Yes. I'm like this close to buying Borderlands on the PS4 just so I can take you through Borderlands 1. We will run shop. Dude, real talk. I have Borderlands 2 on the PlayStation 4. Kyle said, this is what Kyle said. He said, just give me a time and place. We're going to play it together. And so after finals week, would you be down to play with Borderlands 2 with us? Man. I may have to buy this. I may have to buy this. Dude, let's team up, bro. Because I had I I got everything on PC, so yeah. it was just like auto update. Yeah. To uh to the uh, what's a PC? Know, I don't even know what that is. This guy. This guy. So I'm like close to halfway through Borderlands one. I've been taking my time because just yeah. playing through that game brings back so many memories, man. So you're already on board for Borderlands three. You don't even need to see this gameplay trailer. No, I I I am I as soon as I saw the the teaser prior to pax east i was like yeah here we go here we go <laughs> i was all i was hoping for was maybe a switch port well at some point but guess what hey guess what we play on a grown-up console over here okay listen Second. all right listen okay <laughs> listen speaking of grown-up consoles let's talk about that borderlands 2 port on the vita huh let's talk about huh? it it's perfect <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with it at with all. It. <laughs> nothing <laughs> ever wrong with it. No bugs. And the story. It was a great game. 10 content. out of 10. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe even 11 out of 10, to be honest. So, what if I told you, and I listed a few things off here. Um, there's A, no microtransactions. Okay. Kind of. Not really, actually. There are microtransactions. This was a huge hubbub on Twitter. Randy Pitchford got fucking pissed at Game Informer because uh, Randy Pitchford said out on stage there's no microtransactions Um, you know you're playing this game what you have is what the game is meant to be and I feel as though I'm giving and oddly enough they they had the conference at a medieval times very weird very out of character of of Randy Pitchford but I'm only kidding is he texting you right now yeah yeah, he's just like (laughs) bring me he's like bring me back my thumb drive But um, Game Informer put out a tweet uh, saying, despite Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford's comment about no microtransactions of Borderlands 3, during the live stream, we've been told that cosmetic items are still being able for purchase. So, yes, there are still microtransactions. I believe what Randy tried to say was that there are no uh, microtransactions that affect gameplay. There's no loot boxes, just purely cosmetic stuff. And then, dude... Again, we could go into the drama even more, but Randy Pitchford said this to that tweet. Come on, guys. Shitty uh, clickbait headline. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes. Not that kind of stuff in our game. Why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond me. Thanks a lot. I'm like, whoa, Randy. Jesus Yo, Christ. Yo, he just dropped the... He just went... 
dude, dude. And then he goes on further because one person calls him out. He's like, no, you said there was no microtransactions. There are microtransactions in this. And Randy goes, see, Game Informer, this is what your fuck-witted tweet is doing. Please correct. Oh, sorry, Sam. Listen. Um, listen. This is Randy Pitchford. He's a bad man for using this language, okay? Tim Wolf, mute this for just two seconds. Uh, he goes, please correct your bullshit. This user believes and has called me a liar because you're incomplete, out-of-context, uh, clickbait bullshit here. You are better than this. Now, Tim Wolf, if you can raise your volume back up. And then, like, dude, how unprofessional is that? That is crazy. That's, That's the head of a company. <laughs> Bro, I mean, <laughs> I'd be heated too. And granted, there's a million yeah. other ways you could say that. I mean, come on, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, Randy Fritcher Yikes. seems like the kind of guy who's just very no BS and will just tell it to you how it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. situation. And so. leave some shady thumbnails at medieval times. Yeah. Um, and leave some shady thumbnails. <laughs> Oh, my God. But yeah, so there will Jesus. be microtransactions. All that tweet- yeah. tweeting aside, there will be microtransactions. Randy Pitchford isn't lying. I think he's just very confused and probably very tired. I will give him the benefit of the doubt um, because if you just, as long as you're not putting him loot boxes, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with you. You know, have a skin where like you know, you know, you're what? A, what's this lady? I mean, Amara the, the Siren is dressed as an Eskimo. I don't care. You know, <laughs> as long as it's not like culturally appropriating it. All right, I'm putting myself in a box here. Uh, number two, Space Force. The biggest addition, the ability to travel beyond Pandora to other planets and systems, as foreshadowed by the end of... Your new home base is a giant spaceship called Sanctuary 3. Funny thing, when they go... uh, When they introduce Sanctuary 3, this huge spaceship that acts as your hub, like a hub in Destiny, they go, here is Sanctuary 3. Don't ask about Sanctuary 2. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they're so witty with the with like what they do with even like boss names too. They always have like a little thing at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh god! And then um, they introduce you see like Mad Moxie, you see Claptrap, and like all the all the other people. Number three is pretty dope. They they very much said you can play this solo no problem because I know that was like an issue in previous Borderlands. Uh, local and <laughs> online co op su- supported. You can play that game. You can play both games solo. Yeah, um, yeah. It's not. It's not Sekiro please, or Dark please, Souls. Listen, I, I don't can want Randy Pitchford yelling at me. <laughs> no, no. You can totally play. Okay. You can totally solo those games. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they also added like little mechanics called sl- uh, like sliding and other little mechanics that we see in more modern games. The game looks freaking beautiful. It looks so beautiful. It's crazy how the shine, the lighting. Everything in this game looks freaking gorgeous. The four classes, uh, Amara the Siren, Flack the Beastmaster. I didn't see his gameplay. Zane the Operative, and then Maze the Gunner. And Maze, they actually legit, and now I'm I'm on the Maze train right now. They took inspiration from Titanfall. They straight up said, yeah, no, we took inspiration from Titanfall, the Titans. And that's what the mech suit looks like. That's so awesome. look at the gameplay. You, when she hops in the mech suit, Luke Lore, you're going you're gonna to cream your fucking jeans. You're straight up. You're in. It feels like you're in the Titan. It's dope. And I'm so in on this game. The three-minute trailer had me. I'm like, 
Just take it. Is there an ultimate edition I need to pre-order? Because I need this game in my life injected into my veins. I feel like you will really enjoy Borderlands 2 then. You liked what you saw here because what you're seeing here is a lot of what Borderlands is. And I'm glad that they're sticking to what it is and they're tweaking it and not completely overhauling this game, it seems like. And that's the big thing they, they emphasize. They talked about like Destiny and Division, seeing what other companies are doing, and they're just like, let's just keep on making Borderlands. Like People like, yeah. it's like a don't, you know, ain't broke, don't fix it, let's just tweak it where it needs to be yeah. tweaked instead of trying to rewrite the book on Borderlands. So I, I, exactly. I liked it a lot. And it's funny, you mentioned there's no yeah. loot boxes. I mean, the entire game is a loot box. It's, it's the definition of a loot shooter. Yeah. Uh, one of the OGs. So, I mean, we're it going is the back. OG, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, oh, sorry. No, yeah, no, yeah. And I'm excited. I'm excited to play as uh, Amara because yeah. the sirens have always been my character. Like, Joe, can I be real with you? All the way. What's let me, up? Let me, let me, like, I feel like because we were so tired in the beginning, it took us like twenty minutes to get into the rigmarole. Like now we're just nailing it. We've Yo, got just it going right in. Now. I think yeah. we were going in the entire time. Oh yeah, we were just okay. like the train was going slow a little bit, yeah. but like but we were still up. we're here. We're here. Yeah. Now the dog's disagreeing with me in the back. She's like, "No, you guys always had it, Joe." Um, <laughs> the next bit of news: Rocket League joins Epic Games. This literally dropped like an hour before recording. Today is a big uh, is a big day for us. This comes out of straight out of Rocket League's mouth. Uh, they say today's a big day for us here at Psionics uh, because just as the headline says, we're officially joining the Epic Games family. Your question to the news like like this might be: What does this mean for Rocket League and its community? We're happy to say that the answers are only positive. Rocket League always has been and always will be community driven and now that we have joined forces with Epic we will be able to serve our community in a bigger and better ways. And they pretty much stated too throughout the without throughout the article literally nothing's changed in terms of what you as a customer can expect. Again this is you know just yeah. words right now. But nothing changes. They're just now owned by Epic. This news, Joe, what are your first takes? This is insane. Epic Games is just going in on everything right now. Um, I I will take the nothing is changed with a grain of salt. Yeah. And that is for PC players specifically. Because there is no support. I mean, they have gone exclusive six month to year windows with a lot of these games that you keep hearing now. Borderlands has a six yeah. month exclusivity. Sure. Um, I think on the console side, I can see nothing changing, mm-hmm. but PC players might be upset. Yeah. Might be upset for those playing rocket league. And I have a person in particular in our community that plays rocket league PC I'm curious to know what he thinks because I feel like this could lead to if Rocket League ever has a sequel. And I know Sonics has yeah. been very vocal about not making a sequel to mm-hmm. Rocket League, but expanding on what Rocket League is. Yeah. I can easily see the PC market in particular getting, hey, six months on Epic Store for these particular skins Ooh. and then going over to steam at there after the fact or what if they're just they just take it out of steam they're like this is our exclusive now Oof, i i think i think that's too much bad blood yeah i think that is way too much bad blood yeah. but they have to tread very carefully on this 
I'm curious more so on the PC side than anything with how this goes. Yeah. I'm also curious what else Psyonix has in mind because there has to look at the long term. I mean, yeah, Rocket League probably prints shitloads of cash still, but Ugh. like, why still though? You know what I mean? Like, what what's in it for Psyonix? What's in it for Epic? What is in it for either of them? Because I feel like they were both doing fine alone. Is um, it for the esports side? And more fun you know, esports stuff? That could be a possibility. Yeah. I mean, is Epic even known? Does what does Epic have that uh, well Fortnite. no, never mind, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I know that, but is, is yeah, yeah. Fortnite even competitive? I mean yeah, I, I, yeah, they're yeah, streaming yeah. for sure. Yeah, no, they have but, like million dollar cups and stuff. That's right, yeah. that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah you're right. Made video games forgot about that. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> 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 this guy uh, that guy's um, ego man but yeah. uh but yeah i think that could play into it because there are rocket league tournaments um but maybe that's the next step that have building a big enough team because who i don't know how big psionics is but it's gotta be um it's gotta be pretty big because they keep pumping out updates for this yeah but maybe they want to get to a point where they can grow enough team to just continuously bring out sure content a little more frequently i don't know what the frequency is right now but across all you're looking at switch yeah ps4 xbox one and pc that's four platforms maybe they want to get to the mobile market maybe they want to you know that is true i didn't even think about that yeah damn there's Joe, so many different the ways you can go with this yeah. with this thing. It's it's interesting and scary at the same time. Well, um, that's all for the news. We didn't do the drop this week. My apologies. I literally forgot as we were prepare the drop. I didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> that shows on the floor. Um, do you mind if I let my cat out real quick? Oh, absolutely. You, you go because I got to tell the story of how he stole Andrew House's all, like all the shit. So do you got it. like a good five minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As Joe is taking his cat out, all right, we're going to talk about Andrew House because our new our, oh, new segment, our segment, Andrew House's Snail Mail. Now, you guys know each and every week you can write to us on PS Trophy Room on Twitter or the Casa de Bad Bit Discord server. Or you can send your mail to Andrew House's house and I personally will go to his house and steal his letters, his mail, his personal diary all of his shit. I don't care. I'll just take it. It's mine now, Andy. And Andy tried to spite me earlier by taking that train you. outside and just choo-chewing it. But guess what, Andy? I got the last laugh, you son of a bitch. Because as you were choo-chewing, you, I already left for England like six hours ago. Or you're on your plane in your little conductor suit feeling real smart about yourself because you're going to finally get me back this time, you stupid idiot. I flew to your house. I knocked on the door. The butler, Jer- Jeffrey, guess what? We're personal friends. We play blackjack every Friday, you stupid fool. Shout out to Jeffrey. He lets, yo, shout out. He lets me just, he lets me in. Do, 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 do. And then I take his mail. He's just like, here is your stuff. Here's your Turkish delights. Here's all of his licorice he puts it in a backpack and then he's just like and we're taking your personal 80s personal plane to that and i'm like didn't you already have a personal plane he's like dude the dumb idiot forgot his keys he had to take a united flight i'm like stupid idiot jeffrey had the keys so he flew my ass back to the states with your mail with your licorice with your turkish delights 
and Jeff, that's and Jeffrey left an upper ducker in all your bathrooms because <laughs> he's that sick of your shit. <laughs> Antonio Wright said. <laughs> Speaking of Turkish Delight, in the third grade, I made Turkish Delight. I have no idea what they are. (laughs) They're like green jelly coated in like some powder or something like that. I can't remember the the recipe, but yeah. I literally, I just think of uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. (laughs) No, yeah, no, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. We read the book and then we made Turkish Delight for like Christmas or something like that. I bet Andy was your teacher. He's just like, (laughs) he's like, stupid kids. I'm going to take all this Turkish Delight for myself. He is a child factory. I can't say that. Oh, oh no. (laughs) We were... It all makes sense now. We were in the kitchen. Oh, God damn. I turned red as a tomato. That went dark real quick. Sam, I'm sorry. Scratch the last two minutes out. It just does not count. Antonio writes in. He goes, I got a question. New info says that the PS5 is not coming out this fiscal year or before April, uh, April 2020. Does the PlayStation uh, 5 launch in the spring or the fall of 2020? It looks like Xbox is going to launch first. Does that give Xbox an advantage? I bet the big three, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us, aren't coming out until the later half of 2020. And there are no surprises that are launching or that they're launching this holiday. What do you think? That's a lot to unpack, Antonio. Yeah. Just like all these accusations. Um What's your fault, Sandy? What's your fault? Please don't sue me. You'll <laughs> run me out of business. I uh, yeah. So when's this? I'd, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> trying to dig myself under this hole I put myself in. I could. I, got I could you, edit I got it out. I'm, I'm just pulling you right to. out. Let's go. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so spring. Um. Honestly, I don't see a situation where I don't see a scenario where. Microsoft or Sony will would launch a console in the spring only because that seems to be just like the Nintendo curveball. Yeah. Where that's a Nintendo thing. Nintendo tries to do the opposite of what everyone else does. <laughs> sometimes for the sake of just being different just because they can. Or just and not being sometimes like, like launching the Switch. I don't I don't know if Nintendo thought it was going to have as big of an impact as it had. So they're just like, let's launch it in the spring and not with the PlayStation yeah. 4 or the you know Xbox in the holiday season just let it exist on its own you know yeah and like sometimes handhelds have dropped in the earlier half of the year mm-hmm. um that's that's not a surprise so it would make sense you know they marketed this very heavy as a uh, a console game that you can take handheld and that's why i feel like you know that march time frame did make sense when you think about it in hindsight but yeah. as far as a home console and like it being sony and microsoft i feel like there are certain things that companies will be set in their ways towards launching just for the sake of you know f- familiarity with the market and uh where their most profitable season is and that i feel like is still going to be the fall for them yeah i mean you have a lot of the heavy heavy hitters general launching in the fall season, a lot of the AAA titles, at least. Yeah, I. So for me, I think I think I'm right there with you. I don't think, I don't think Xbox is launching this holiday season. No, I, I don't doubt it. see that happening. I can't. Yeah. Um, and I mean, hey, 
more props to them if they do. But yeah. just seeing like Gears of War Five seems like their swan song that's coming out uh, later this year. I just kind of feel like the way they're even talking about uh, you know the X Cloud, X Cloud. Wakanda forever. I don't think they, they're talking about it like, oh my God, it's right around the corner. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious. They're talking about it like, we're still testing it. It's still whatever. So I, I think they're both coming out uh, in, in 2020 in the winter. Yeah. So, but, but if, if Xbox did launch first, do you think that does give them the advantage next generation? Uh, things can only hopefully go uphill for yeah. Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> I say that with a little doubt. Um, but I, I gotta give it like Phil Spencer has really turned the ship around with that company. And it just seems like everything they do that's right. Just can't give them a break. Yeah. And I mean, have they even ever once produced sales numbers or did they just stop once they hit they like just stopped 20, 30 through. million? Like, yeah, they, they stopped at around, but and now it's just all like rough estimates of what, like, yeah, other, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's like, how many Xbox Ones have they sold in total between the three different types? Um, around 40 million, I believe. Is this thing going to be backwards compatible the way they reverse engineered? the xbox one to do i think you would yeah one would assume one i mean they they're pushing yeah. backwards compatibility yeah that's 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 one of the with the 4k uh updates as well that they continue to keep going through game pass is a monster hey 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 remember what podcast you're on okay I know. Calm down, I know. Luke Lore. All right, your <laughs> checks come in the mail. Don't worry. You got a house. Hey, hey, don't worry. It. PlayStation uh, View. Jesus Christ. Play, I've had View for a little bit. True How story. Is it? How is uh, that? No real talk. It, it, it worked well. It worked yeah. well. It was just too pricey. It was like comparable to cable bills. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. To get like certain channels that you wanted. So yeah. I was just like. Nah, I'm off this. Uh, <laughs> Slingbox is a better deal than than PlayStation View. Still, I don't watch TV at all, so like, yeah. I don't even. I I used to no no I used to only have it for wrestling, so that that was literally it. Monday and Tuesday nights, I would I would use it for that. Um, and then I would leave it on for for the misses when she used to still watch basic cable, but Hulu and Netflix all the way. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm going how off tangent, us. but um, <laughs> how dare us? But yeah, I mean, I I sorry, we went way off track with no, Xbox I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll PlayStation there. One. But, um, um, yeah, no, like Xbox is doing all the right things so far. Yeah, They're yeah. saying all the right things, and, and that, yeah, and that doesn't go to say with like PlayStation isn't doing the right things, but there are things that people getting upset about yeah. <laughs> with Sony for Especially sure when it comes to like cross play, you know, mm-hmm. and like backwards compatible. Yeah, sure. The PlayStation five is going to be backwards with PlayStation four, but you're seeing Xbox making active efforts. It seems like PlayStation's reacting to what Xbox is doing, not to what actual change is doing. Right. Like, ac- yeah, like Xbox is being the protagonist. They're being very reactive to the market. They're actually doing innovative, crazy things like X crowd is, is, is nuts. Right. Game pass is innovation. Uh, I would say that and I'll be even so bold. Look, at, I'm not in my car. Right. I'm not here collecting my Xbox Canada check. You know, Sean Capri. Luke Lore, I'm looking at you too, right? They're like, oh, get hey. past you. Oh, look at me. Oh, that's another body. Whoopsie-doo. You know? 
Oh, sorry. That was another family. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is in Kenra? Oh, that's, eh? that's my Sean impression. <laughs> what? He's just what running over everything. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, spilled my coffee. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going what? with this. But, like, they're making all the right steps. So I actually think that that gives them more of the advantage next yeah. generation than them just launching first. It's all yeah. Sorry, all that way. Yeah. Know where we were going with that? Whether it would if that that would give the advantage of launching first? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, don't worry. I think we all lost. Yeah. All lost yeah. Crazy. Sorry, we all lost our marbles yeah. there. But yeah, I think you're onto something with that. It, what I think I will say to add to that though, yeah. if they launch first, that will give them something to talk about, and oh, sure. maybe they do need to launch first. So that way Sony can actually see some of the things that that people have been upset about that mm. Microsoft is doing right uh, in terms of cross play, like you were just saying, yeah. in terms of, you know, uh, these games, th- this Netflix style of games, sort of like what they have with the PlayStation. Uh, oh, God. Uh What's their thing? The with the classics and all that stuff. Oh, oh, oh PlayStation uh, Classic streaming. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, PlayStation Now. This is sorry. We're playing Charade. Yeah, right PlayStation Now. now. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, and maybe integrating some of that into PlayStation Plus. Uh, yeah. Like make PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I think they just have to yeah more just to kind of add yeah. that in. I guess maybe. Um, and, we, and we're seeing them do that. So I, I really don't think them launching first does anything. The one thing I really want to see out of Xbox is to put their money where their mouth is on, on cross-play. Because we saw Google Stadia go, yeah, no, we're going to be cross-play with anybody that will let us. I would love to see, and I think this is a big moment for Microsoft, if they're just like, hey, cross-play on anything. Yes, we're partnering with Stadia as well to provide gaming across the board. Because I think it's happening. God, if they don't, then it seems to be going to be like, well, well, Phil, you said you would, and then you know they're yeah. just going to kind of be you know blank on that. Like, are they going to allow one of the biggest tech companies in the world a spot at the table type of deal? You know, that's the thing I'm very interested to see because if We're they do in- do that, then PlayStation has to. They look like total assholes if they don't, you know? I don't know. Do they? Because, I mean, I feel like they do this thing where they build off the success of what worked before, before they realize the error of their way sometimes. And I feel like that's the one thing uh, that maybe maybe this is how Microsoft... Sorry, so what I was going to say before is we're in this weird timeline where everyone this next generation is finally doing something different. I feel yeah. like yes, Microsoft and Sony are going to focus on the power. Mm-hmm. You have Nintendo doing this handheld hybrid with home console. Yeah. You have Sony who's focusing in on the first party AAA titles very VR. heavily and yeah. and, P- and VR. Yeah, and uh, maybe we'll see something from Hololens finally. I yeah. I hope. Um, but Sony very much focused on giving you the AAA titles, still giving you indies. They had a heavy emphasis early in the generation on indies, and I feel like people have forgotten that. Actually, um, there was a question about that, too, actually. I don't know why. Oh, there it is. Actually, Bobo yeah. writes in. Let's get to his question. Yeah. We're going to run real late on this. Uh, my apologies. This is a good Bobo episode, writes man. in. <clears throat> I've recently noticed that a lot of popular indie titles have made their debut on the Vita 2. 
Hashtag the Nintendo Switch, but it is a Vita 2, let's be real. Uh, before possibly making their way to the PlayStation 4, such amazing games like Celeste and The Messenger have taken 6 to 12 months to make their leap to PlayStation. Why do you think this has been happening? What does Sony have to do to attract these indie developers to drop their games on PlayStation first or at the same time? So why do you think all these kind of uh, indies are... are, are abandoning ship from playstation jumping on the indie bandwagon i just want to make a quick correction i believe celeste launched same day on the ps4 it did it did okay but we'll get your facts straight man (laughs) (laughs) i I just wanted to clarify that one um what should we call it the but yeah no i get i get the point that he's trying to make and It's the portability, man. Mm-hmm. I, I seriously think that that's what it comes down to is the fact that you can take these games on the go. And granted, you know, you you go back a generation and yeah. indie games were, were sorry, I'll I'll say no, I'll say last generation sure. Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. You start there, Xbox Live Arcade games, these bite sized games you can finish in a few hours and they were great. They started building on it. Microsoft had the huge emphasis on it. Right. Then PlayStation arcade. 4, Sony, and, and Vita. Huge props was Vita for this one because, hey, we're still getting physicals for Vita in 2019. I'm just saying. Uh, Shakedown Hawaii. But, um, but yeah, dude, yeah. They, they built that indie base. And where did they win them? On the Vita, yeah. crossplay on the PS4. That was huge. So, cross, cross save, by. cross play, cross, yeah. cross buy. There you go. Sorry, whatever the oh, hell. You got, the- <laughs> you got it. You're on the warpath. I like this. That was huge, and that won a lot of people over. What did they do to the Vita? They kind of just chucked it away, threw it off, and sent it on an island, yeah. and <laughs> forgot about it. Yeah. And they went on to their next baby, the PSV VR. Yeah. And that's and and that's why I think um, I think a lot of people like forget is like VR is huge with indies. There's t- mm-hmm. a ton of indie games that land. I mean, most of them are from just indie developers who are passionate startups. About yeah, like dude, Zoink Games, go shine, go play it, go buy it, do whatever you can. Moss, Astrobot, well, that's Moss. technically first party, but like yeah. Beat Saber, right? Super hot. Like all these games, PSVR. And yeah, like they they work competently. So like yeah. you know, and they're all indie. So I think I think it is there's something about that switch, which is the portability aspect of it that just makes it so much I think people want actual games to play on, on their on their portable devices, but there's like this middle ground where like I love I love the fact that I could play Doom on my Switch, but I don't play it on my Switch. You know, mobile because it's just uh, it's it just doesn't complement it. There's something about indie games where it's just there's there's enough gameplay in there. The art style usually complements the mobile aesthetic, and it's just like this. It's like the perfect peanut butter sandwich, peanut butter jelly sandwich, right? It's just like the games are big enough to be able to play on the go, and they're competent when you play them. Uh, at home, you could play them anywhere. They're comfortable games to play. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah like AAA games, you don't see them, you know, you don't see them like broadcasted on the Switch when you're playing mobile. Like, look at look at MK11, right? Like that game, they did not show anything until like the week of, because you're just like it doesn't look good. <laughs> so, like, but but you could show a game like Celeste. <laughs> you could show Messenger. Yeah. You could show Katana Zero and right, is that what it's called? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. they all looked great. 
And I think that's what the Switch really wants. You know, Ghost in the Well looks great. It's going to play great. And I'll tell you right now, like JRPG fans, anyone who owned a Vita played a bunch of JRPGs. And now we'll look at where all those games are going, getting ported over to. And now with Sony banning (laughs) all the movies, the movies are going to come. Yeah, to your Nintendo Switch. So what does PlayStation do to win all these people back? Do you think they do, or do you think, like, just stay the course? Dude, you were joking. Uh, Bobo jokes about the uh, Vita, too. And that, there, I love this thing. Yeah. I love the fact that this was also in my PlayStation 1 console right yeah. here in my hand. Yeah. That was, like, that's huge for me. All my Resident Evil games, all my Final Fantasy games right here now i have my, my final fantasy games on my switch and soon my resident <laughs> evil games which is just bananas yeah. um but the uh, I, I think they need another handheld like okay. this worked this worked maybe not as well as they could have because there was some false promises with mm. some of the with the vita initially there were ports that were also on the original Vita that were supposed to be accessory ports. I think yeah. one of the rumors was that it was supposed to be able to just like connect it to a TV at some point with that accessory port, kind of like how the PS Go had the dock yeah. that you can then um, mount to your, uh, sorry, connect to your TV that way. Um, but like they just like it stopped. And yeah, the, it was supposed to be AAA console experience on the go, but like. I didn't play Uncharted. I yeah. didn't play God of War yeah. on here. I played my JRPGs. I played my indie games on here. Rogue Legacy. There's just something like, about the gameplay of all these indie games and like more double A games that like complement the Switch in such a way where, yeah, like I don't want I don't want God of War on the go, right? Yeah. I like it, that's why like XCloud is is a cool idea, but like. And maybe I'm just old, you know. Maybe I'm getting there. Maybe I'm Bobby, and I'm being real salty <laughs> that I lost. You oh, have Bobby, no right talking Rambo. about going to be old, man. Yeah, <laughs> not in front of me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you know, like for me, I'm like, yeah, all this stuff sounds nice, but like, do I really want to play Forza on the go? I don't know. You know. So there's something about these indie games that like speak to the mobile market. So yeah, I, I think what Sony can do to win indies back is focus the indies. First off, you have a marketplace. People are obviously buying these games on PlayStation Four. Keep marketing them here for sure. I don't think you should be in a panic that you know Nintendo's getting an indie game before you. But I would focus yeah. your indie strength on on your VR. You know that's where I think VR is going to do gangbusters. Is don't focus on AAA experiences on VR. Give me those experiences I can't get anywhere else but VR. You know. Yeah, I agree, for. and I feel like. Cross by was such a huge thing, and also the fact that you can play. P- P- I don't know about everyone, but PS4 games worked for me on this thing. I played half of Infamous Second Son on this thing. Did you really? Yes, and I loved it. Yeah. Like, I remember, you know, Nintendo Innovates, they did that first. You know? <laughs> that was awesome. yeah, Everybody forgets but, you can play yeah. Destiny competently on your Vita. Uh, yeah, Everybody forgets. Go. Oh, yeah. but Breath of the Wild, you can put cardboard on your face and throw up. It's revolutionary. Hey, you know? hey, hey, hey. Have you, played, have you pr- played Breath of the Wild on that thing, Joe? No, because the update wasn't out when I built this thing. I bought it the launch day. 
So I got to I got to update it and see yeah. what it's about. Dude, I, I would love to see a review for you doing that. That would be oh, man. ridiculous. It makes me wish I got my switch modded to have the HDMI port because then I could just like show everybody. Yeah. Let's be dope. Well, you know what, guys? That's been the trophy room. PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. We got nothing left, Joe. We got nothing left. I don't want to keep you here all night. Resident Evil 7 PSVR. Try it. Dude, definitely. Joe, where can they find you? Let's do all those plugs, plugs, plugs. And let's get the hell out of here. Find me. Just type in Joe After Work. J-O After Work. Mm -hmm. You will find me on YouTube, Twitch, the website as well. And yeah, there you go. Oh, and PNP, when, when, when that comes back, I got to talk to Pat. Pat, I miss you. What Bobby, I miss you. What is it, Pat? I haven't seen Pat. You know? I need a milk curtain. Listen, PMP, right? What, what do you guys need? You need? You guys just need a, a, you know, a large and in charge guy from Jersey? What, is Guru too big for you guys ever since his Patreon? I'll, I'll come in. <laughs> I'll speak the truth. That's what I'll do. Nah, you man. Know? I've been busy at work. I've been working every Sunday. <laughs> working like seven day weeks. Tell them Tuesday. What are you doing, work? Uh, with that, you can find me over at Bad Big Games on YouTube. You can find the Trophy Room on YouTube as well at Bad Big Games. You can find me, Mr. Bad Bit, at Mr. Bad Bit on Twitter. PS Trophy Room on Twitter. The Trophy Room of PlayStation Podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever there's an RSS feed, you can find us. And so with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Joe, thank you so much. And this is where we wave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you. Thank you so much.